Hey everyone, welcome to Expansion Cast. Expansion Cast is a magical podcast I created so people could find simple or unconventional solutions to expand their personal awareness and experience. This podcast is dedicated towards revealing people's divine truth and how that divine truth works its way out into the world, one by one, helping liberate each of us on our personal path to freedom. If you love this podcast, please give us a rating and share. Today I'd like to welcome Cat Moon with Mother Earth. Um, Kat's been doing some pretty cool stuff with mushrooms and yeah, I don't know a whole lot about mushrooms, but I'm sure Kat's going to tell me lots today. And so, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so welcome, Kat. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dive into the realm of mushrooms and all, all other herbal goodies. <laughs> so where do we start? Where do we start on this uh, journey? Ooh, well, I can dive into where I started and kind of how it unfolded, kind of what brought me into where I currently am, I guess, that works for you. Yeah, I, I, yeah let's go. All right. Uh, so several years ago, I was interested in pursuing a career in nursing and in that I had just wanted to do something that was in the healing realm that was, you know, going to help people get healthy, essentially. And so my option at that point, I thought, okay, I can either be a nurse or I go to school to be a doctor. Like that was just kind of, that was my scope at that point. So I had entered into the nursing program at the Lethbridge College. And in that, um, I, you know, I started my studies and <laughs> in that time period, I was going through my own health issues. Um, I had sleep insomnia. I had um, mood swings. I had like, I had literally no menstrual cycle. So if you've heard of amenorrhea, um, so basically my hormones were completely out of whack. So there was all of these things that I was experiencing that was um, calling me to like, look deeper into like what's actually going on. So I basically had exhausted the medical community from getting different tests and them looking into like, you know, what was going on, what they thought was going on and their solutions that they provided were not, um, I, I seen them more so as they were just going to control those symptoms and not really heal what was actually going on. And so in that, in my own pain and curiosity, I decided that I needed to pursue an alternative um, way of addressing these, these symptoms and really getting to the root cause of what was actually going on. So in that, and then at that same time, I was still going to school to be a nurse and um, a lot of stuff was coming up where I was just starting to address and look at more so that I should pursue a holistic um, path. And, and in that I have complete respect and, and, um, I, you know, I respect nurses and doctors in the medical community, definitely being one to say that there's, you know, connection, both sides are needed. There's not one way or the other, you know? Mm -hmm. So inevitably that led me to pursuing a alternative, um, way of healing. So going to school for holistic nutrition, and health coaching and inevitably learning about this holistic way of living, looking at all different sides and really diving into new nutrition and nutrient dense nutrition and like superfoods. And in this, I had actually healed my body, um, brought back my menstrual cycle, um, have amazing sleep, great energy, um, clear mental health, all of that good stuff. So, you know, seeing the complete 180 in my own journey really gave me that motivating force and and felt as though it was my duty to be able to share these these teachings and and these foods with my community um so that is what was inspired and you know and really just seeing that there's a lot of people on the planet that are are needing healing and needing assistance 
um, in those areas and just finding health, you know, tapping into um, a, a more balanced way of living essentially. So that's where it started, where at that point I had started just doing um, personalized nutrition coaching and really just helping people find what foods worked for their bodies. And a lot of it was like plant-based eating. I had done a lot of experimenting with different diets um, and different lifestyles and different practices and tools. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it started. And then as it started to evolve, I started to become really interested in, in superfoods. And again, those were the foods that had really healed me. So like medicinal mushrooms, like shaga and reishi, cordyceps, maitake, turkey tail. Those are all several um, mushrooms that I work with and offer through my product line. But then all the other superfoods that are most commonly known through Ayurvedic um, system and or traditional Chinese medicines so like shizandra berry, ginseng, maca, ashwagandha, <laughs> cacao, all these other foods that at times can sound like a whole other language um, and to some degree you know they are but um, yeah so so that really inspired me to start to source out these foods and and again have them so that they were um, accessible quality was accessible to my community. Um, yeah. So that's, that's short or long story short, I suppose, in that sense, that's brought me now to this present day. So let's talk about the present day. Um, and then let's go into how you can identify what foods maybe the body needs. Sure. Yeah. So what's the present so, day look like? So the, pre sorry, the present day? Yeah, the present day. Yeah. What does it look like for you? So we've got a shop in Medicine Hat um, where we've got a full product line. Um, there's several different blends that we use that they can just be simply added into people's like soups, salads, smoothies, but the favorite is the elixirs. So a botanical drink that works as a delivery system um, to really help the body get more nutrients essentially. So um, yeah, so we, we've also got a elixir bar in in mother earth and with that people can tangibly try out the drinks before they commit to buying a bag um yeah and then right now in my work i am doing still the one-on-one -on -one coaching but that's really evolved um to a point where i always laugh and i say like nutrition is like the the gateway it's like the doorway in um but really we're doing some like really deep work around um, transitioning out of patterns that are no longer serving um, individuals, no longer serving, um, you know, them essentially. So it's like really getting out of limiting belief systems and and then finding foods and lifestyle that supports their, their vision and their goals so that they can, you know, live their life by design and not from a place of um, being stuck in trauma or poor habits, that sort of stuff. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now, but I've also been building an online course called Rebirth, mm -hmm. which I'm planning to launch in the next month. And that's just shifting that work to be through 90 days instead of just four weeks and really deepening the practice and and doing more of a group dynamic rather than just the one-on-one. The -on -one. So um, that's more so like what my day-to-day -day is looking like uh, or like my current like projects. But in regards to assisting somebody in finding what foods work for them. Um, it really comes down. There's so many different aspects to it. And that's one thing that I really emphasize when I'm working with somebody is that there's no one way of eating or one way of living. That's really going to um, be like that staples easy button. You know, it's mm -hmm. really around finding what works for one's genetics, what, what, what works for one's um, where they live. So the actual geography, you know, what local foods, um, that sort of thing. And then, of course, into things like price point, what can somebody afford to do? Um, and really, what, what are people's goals? So I have people come to me who, let's say somebody's really working on gut health, that's going to look different than somebody who's coming to me for like circulatory health. And so a lot of things um, are universal, and especially with these superfoods, they, they really do benefit so many different aspects of the body that... Um, but of course, then there's still different practices and, and a plan in place for um, each individual's needs. So essentially, I get them to go through a, um, a consultation with me. And then in that 
I get a really good idea as to who they are um, on varying levels and 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 where they want to where they want to take themselves and their health too. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing. That sounds amazing. So, what uh, are you seeing a um, a very specific pattern in people right now? I definitely am. I'm seeing that there's a lot of stored trauma in the body that um, is then manifesting itself um, through like, let's say like belief systems. And then that is coming out on how they treat themselves, how they're choosing to, to eat is a, is a direct representation of, um, you know, these, these unprocessed emotions essentially, and, and, or let's say traumas to some degree. So, that's one thing is just really seeing that it's like, okay, it's, it's our belief systems and, and this um, emotional baggage essentially that then is creating a lot of um, issues in one's choices. And um, the other thing too, of course, I'm seeing a lot of people with gut health um, issues and hormonal imbalances and mental health. Those are like the three um, top ones. And what I'm finding of course is like the modern up-to-date researchers you know it proves that all those systems are so interconnected that it's and that's really what i like to um i find it helps people have a sense of relief when you know they might come to me with, with like this like list of like i've got this wrong or this is going on and that and at first it's almost like they're they're really seeing it as all separate and and then it's it's overwhelming because they're like well my God, how, where, where do I even begin? You know, and, and really it's shifting that perception of seeing that everything's all interconnected, the whole body's interconnected. And by focusing on one of those areas, it's going to ripple into uh, impacting positively the, the other system. So the gut being really like the epicenter um, of our health, you know, really working on creating a very, diverse um, microbiome, reducing inflammation, really feeding the body with the probiotics and prebiotics. And, and then that's where mushrooms come in. So um, <laughs> mushrooms are actually one of the top foods on the planet um, that can assist us in diversifying our, our, our gut microbiome essentially. And so with that, they're, they're creating a, 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 a gut that actually is is intelligent essentially. Um, it can protect itself against, you know, viruses and/or bad bacteria, and then provide a space to then fuel the good bacteria. And then that's what I mean by having a very diverse um, gut microbiome is diverse in good bacteria. Um, what makes these mushrooms so special is that there's there's a couple different things, but in regards to the gut, they contain what's called beta D glucans and long chain polysaccharides, which basically are like, if you were to look at um, their molecular structures underneath a microscope, you'd see these very complex structures that um, feed our system and turn our system on like nothing else possibly can. So it's really like putting, when we're ingesting these, it's almost like we're, we're putting that like master key into the door and, turning it over and clicking and opening it up. Um, so of course, with like a more intelligent and interconnected um, gut, that's also going to play into the, the whole body. So it's going to help reduce inflammation. It's going to help with energy. It's going to help with sleep. Um, but my, my interest is how it affects us mentally um, with being connected to, there's just, a, just about as many um, neuro, neurotransmitters in the gut um, and we actually release more, almost up to like, it's about up to 80% of our serotonin and dopamine through our gut. So it's like having a healthy gut is really going to be beneficial for, um, us and just living, you know, a, a life that's, that we want to live a quality life that we're able to be present, we're able to be healthy and, and respond, respond to our life rather than let's say like react. Um, and and yeah, the, these foods, they, they make us more in, intelligent than that. So um, with the mushrooms too, a lot of them carry adaptogenic properties. And 
what I like about the adaptogens is if you just look at the word it's itself, it's adapt and gene is. So if you looked at like, okay, well, adapt and gene, it's quite literally, they turn on all the gene, all of your expression of your genes that you'd want expressed. So if we look at our genes as though they were, if they were like a light switch. So it's like, if you were to carry on with the same lifestyle habits and, or, um, patterns, ways of eating, ways of living as let's say your your parents and or grandparents and or ancestors, then you're quite literally going to mirror that same health. Um, that's where we hear like you know it's in the genes, um, it's it's hereditary, it's you know and it so it's not that that that's definitely true, but it's also we can do something about that. So by adding in adaptogens, we can turn on the light switches of our genes that then the gene is expressing um, its higher, highest function. It's, it's so, actually, yeah. So I want to put this into re, uh, real perspective. So I did, I have my uh, gene analysis came back to me a, a year or two ago. And yeah. the big one in there was Alzheimer's. So yeah. what would, what would you say to do about that? Like, how am I turning that off and on? What, what's going on there? So to, to turn, let's say if, if you were going down the route of like, of having Alzheimer's, um, that would be like, if you were perpetually stressed and, and in that, like your, your body's releasing cortisol and the cortisol, like your, our hormones are, they dictate our cellular function. And so with this cortisol, it's going to be activating, um, a state of stress, which then basically puts the body into um, a state where that's then like disease and or illness is inevitable. Um, so the other would be that you would add in like an adaptogen such as, so like, um, or an ingredient like the lion's mane mushroom. So lion's mane mushroom has been studied to not only help with um, degenerative diseases and protecting the myelin, she myelin sheath around the nervous system so that we don't see things like Alzheimer's, but then also thing adding in foods that have that adaptogenic property. So um, that's literally helping the body with its stress response. So it it's not that it blocks the cortisol release, but it, it reduces the amount of time that the cortisol release is basically um, controlling your cells and your system. So, so basically, it's, it's kind of forcing me into a, a de-stress. Yeah. 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 So adaptogens, they literally help the body adapt to stress. Okay. And, and that's where it's um, tapping us into the, our body, into like its, its intelligence. So it's showing when it helps the body, uh, like I was saying, stop the cortisol from, from creating more issues. So that's almost like you're responding still to stressors because you know fight or flight is there for a reason if we're actually needing to like get out of a stressful experience like we we need that cortisol to like pump through us mm -hmm. but it's when it lingers and or when we're in that perpetual state then that then it's not going to serve us right right so one thing you said was that the gut has lots of serotonin and dopamine uh development i guess um how does that work? So there's the neurotransmitters that those are like the interconnected web of the body that there, you know, when you have a thought, let's say um, the synapses are firing. And if you're, if your body's not operating, let's say optimally, then you're not going to be releasing or communicating. Those, those chemical messengers aren't going to be able to be firing and connecting. Um, which then you're not going to be able to release the serotonin and dopamine, essentially. They can also be blocked. Um, so, yeah, so with that, when your body's in that that healthy, balanced state, essentially it can be able to actually secrete the serotonin and dopamine um, appropriately. Yeah, that sounds very cool. Uh, so how do hugs increase the dopamine? <laughs> Is it dopamine? Well, no. Those would be definitely the oh and, and oxytocin. Oh yeah, yeah, oxytocin. Is that in the gut too? 
Uh, you know, I don't actually know about the oxytocins where that's fully released, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But the, yeah, with, with the heart, I mean, the heart is another um, it very interconnected system that of, of neurotransmitters. And, and still with that too, you know, human touch as well. It doesn't have to just be um, heart on heart, but that also has many benefits. But with that hug, just human, human touch, human interaction, and especially in our world right now, I think that that's, it's so important um, to be able to have that, that um, human touch, you know, that real connection. Um, we're, we're more connected than we've ever been <laughs> with these incredible devices. But at the same time, I'm seeing this, that there there's a sense of disconnection and and a lot of that I think really comes to back down to our food source and down to our lifestyle again you know how are we are we connected to the earth and and you know connected to a community within that and that sort of thing so yeah yeah that's very cool so uh, tell me how you develop uh like your I think your mushroom offerings <laughs> <laughs> my mushroom offerings like um from like the product or yeah, the product the, the line how, how did you develop the product line oh okay well that um was started with with the mission i guess and then the the vision of it was you know getting clear on the vision um but with the mushrooms right now i've just i've sourced them out from multiple places all over the planet um, I tried to do as local as I possibly could, but I also was really focused on them being wild fruiting body, just fruiting bodies. So none of the mycelial um, mass in these. And then they had to have been through the right extraction process, which is either either dual extract, hot water extract or alcohol extract. And then um, or as naturally grown as possible. So that would be still outdoors or in like a greenhouse with like natural lighting versus mushrooms growing in a lab, which there are lots of products out there where that, that is the case. Mm -hmm. And so there was the sourcing aspect of it. Um, I still do a lot of my own foraging, but those that I'm typically not selling to the public um, at, at this point. And, and inevitably I would love to work towards actually growing my own mushrooms. It's just quite an undertaking um, at this point. So. Um, so yeah, so then with the sourcing of everything, um, and then with that too comes in looking into the labeling and all the the legal side of things essentially. So being able to to put your your name on the bag, being able to put um, you know that they're that they're organic, that they're wild, um, that they've been verified by scientific analysis, all that sort of thing. So. Um, lots of research and lots of paperwork <laughs> and then um, yeah and then there's just been a lot of of sharing with people so really getting out there and, and talking with people at, at markets and through the storefront and um, right now we're focused on doing uh, more content creation so being able to just further educate people on, on how to utilize these essentially mm -hmm. So the elixirs that you have, are they mixed with different mushrooms or what? how are they put together? So they've got several different ingredients. It really depends on what kind of elixir um, we're creating. So usually with an elixir, it's got a herbal, as herbal element. So that could be the mushrooms. Um, you don't necessarily have to use the mushrooms um, in the elixir. You could also just use like a, your favorite tea essentially. Anything that has like a herbal element it needs a herbal element, a fat, so like coconut oil, cacao butter, ghee, um, and then the what's called the menstruum, which is basically the just the liquid. So if you're using just the tea, I usually like or milk. Um, I usually like to do a 50-50, so like half of a tea and then half milk. Um, and then with that, it's milk of choice. So we use all plant-based milks um, and nut-based milks. So like almond milk, cashew, hemp, coconut, um, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. And then, and then a sweetener of choice, or you can make it medicinally more like on the bitter end. 
um, with less sweetener um, or exploring other sweeteners that are, um, you know, of course, natural. So we're, we're using like raw honey, um, real maple syrup, um, stevia, monk fruit, those sort of things. Um, like stevia and monk fruit are really fantastic because they don't, um, they, they keep the blood sugar balanced. Essentially, mm-hmm. it doesn't throw it out of whack. So those are a nice option for people who are really concerned about that. Um, so yeah, so you have your herbal element. So sometimes I make them, most often they've got mushrooms in them, but we've got several different products that also don't have mushrooms in them. So like one of our blends is called Chill Out and that has turmeric, like ginger, pepper, cayenne. Um, it's got lacuma in it, cardamom, that sort of thing. And so throw that in um, to the blender and then I usually steam a little bit of milk, um, make like a herbal tea toss it in a little bit of sweetener and then blend it up. And, you know, these drinks can typically be served hot or cold. And I've, we found that um, they're a lot of fun to make <laughs> and we've got lots of good feedback from individuals who are enjoying this process. So you can still make them with coffee, but a lot of times, and that's another common thing that's coming up um, for people is that they don't want to be so dependent on coffee, um, but they still want to be able to enjoy like a hot beverage. So, one drink that we've suggested with that is the herbal hot chocolate. So it's using raw pure cacao, which is another superfood that I work hand in hand with that also has a really nice synergy with mushrooms. So we get this raw cacao from Ecuador and it's the Criollo strain. So it's some of the quite literally some of the purest chocolate on the planet planet. Um, So we pair, so it's basically like making like a hot chocolate, you throw the cacao powder in a little bit of the cacao butter yeah, your milk, tea, and then you could put the mushroom in if you wanted to, or you could put something else, like if you wanted to do like maca or ginseng, um, that sort of thing, whatever kind of superfood you're feeling, and blend it all up. And what I find with that drink is it is very stimulating, but it's not overstimulating like coffee can be, and it's not as hard on the adrenals. Um, cacao is one of the best foods for our our brains essentially so it actually they've shown that it it lights up parts of the brain that have to do with creativity memory um focus and and so if people are trying to get stuff done you know which is typically with coffee people are using it for like a little bit of buzz and stimulation but to be able to like you know be productive and get stuff done um i find cacao has that same ability but there's less crash and there's more health benefits to it as well um it, it being a fermented food so good for the gut amazing for the circulatory system um very 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 warming and and literally heart opening with it being like a vasodilator and then anything that it's paired with it basically drives it deeper into the cells so if you're pairing it with a mushroom you're going to get more out of it um essentially so you're going to get more out of your time spent making the drink um having this synergistic combo and then also more out of like your dollar spent of course Hmm. that's pretty cool so do you, ship, do you ship this stuff all over? Do you have like pre-mixed and pre-bagged stuff you ship? Yeah, yeah. Everything's all pre-mixed. Um, we mix it up in up in the shop and do all the bagging there. So right now we've been shipping across Canada um, and doing some into the States as well. But our it's more so local right now that is um, our main, main supporters. Mm-hmm. Medicine Hat and Lethbridge, um, Tabor, Brooks, that sort of thing. So are there some stores in the area that uh, people can pick your stuff up at? So at this point, so in Medicine Hat, we've got our storefront downtown. And then there's the Heartwood Cafe. They're offering our products and they're also serving our elixirs on bar. So we created them a little elixir elixir, um, drink menu. And then there is a, another, there's a herb, master herbalist here in town, Sherry Hone, who she supplies it through her business, her storefront called Journey to Health. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another gal, Christy Campbell, Campbell, which is, she's a yoga teacher and an Ayurvedic practitioner. Um, so she also offers the goods out of her space um, here in Medicine Hat, which is her business is Shakti Love. And then in Lethbridge, as of right now, we are looking to offer our products through HeartSpace Yoga Studio. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be happening in the next month or two. So, um, yeah, so that that's happening. But as, as of right now, it's just more so when we're at markets 
Um, we also have a gal, Caitlin Bellavance in Fernie. So she is also supplying um, the goodies out there. So Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the goal for 2020 is to do some expansion and to get them into um, more locations and have them more available for, for people. So when we're talking about mushrooms, everybody's going to always, you know, the mind always goes to shrooms, to <laughs> the different kinds of mushrooms. What's the difference between these mushrooms and uh, the ones that make us? The psilocybin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the psilocybin are psychoactive mushrooms. So they're going to um, stimulate the brain and bring us into altered states of consciousness. So with those um Right now, they actually are going through their decriminalization, which then through a decriminalization leads to legalization. Um, and then um, once that's passed, the, the plan is that it'll be used for therapeutic um, therapeutic use because there's enough research showing that they do have um, medicinal properties that are beneficial for one's mental health, um, especially for people who have gone through PTSD. Um, but those will be more so available through um, like certain doctors and or therapists, psychologists, especially um, mm. that's from my, from what I understand, that's um, what's going to be going on with those. So, so they, they do share medicinal properties in that regard, but um, these ones are medicinal mushrooms. So the medicinal mushrooms are non-psychoactive. Um, so they, they're not going to, lead somebody on a um, journey quite like that, but um, they're medicinal in a different way. So in, in a way that they're, again, helping the body adapt to stress, they're improving the, the gut, um, they're helping with the circulatory system, they're antiviral, um, antifungal, even though they are a mushroom, but um, against like the bad fungi. They look different, every mushroom, even though, they, they all have some, they can have similar characteristics. You know, there's some that are the wood mushroom, like the reishi or the shaga, which is a conch mushroom. So these are very wood-like and, um, and so they look different than let's say like a ground mushroom, which the psilocybin is. So I guess appearance and, and offerings would be what separates separates them. What else can you tell me about mushrooms? Is there anything else that, like I'd want to know? as a consumer oh, absolutely. um the one thing that i really love about them is that we share it was something about around it's 67 percent of the same dna <laughs> so we bit. quite literally um yeah we share we share that much um same genes with them essentially same genetic makeup so with us having so much of the same um, DNA, since they've been here for way longer, um, that we're told, is they've went through environmental stressors and shifts in the environment and had to adapt. And so by us taking these mushrooms, we quite literally um, are, are also, we, we are literally adapting. We can really um, gain from them what they've built up millennials to do so i find that really fascinating um and then also if you look at mushrooms in nature um the actual mushroom just like the fruiting body that's just the fruiting body so that's like the larger organisms actually the mycelial web which goes down underground and creates a a neural network it's literally what communicates between trees and um, different species within the ecosystem so they create create this web of communication essentially um that's another thing that i really find fascinating about these mushrooms and one thing that i like to do is if we observe something in nature we can really learn about its truth and and its offerings essentially so you know, if, if it's doing that within this within the environment, it's it, you know creating more connections, um, deepening communication. It's like, well, if we're taking it, then and it's also doing that within our body, creating more. It's knitting our system essentially. It's helping the system communicate more clearly within itself, um, but then also connecting us deeper to the earth. 
and remembering you know more of that you know we are we are a piece of this earth this <laughs> our environment matters and we can see that big shift happening on our planet where people are starting to pay attention to um, our environmental impact and I, I firm believe that these foods really help us um, awaken awaken to that more so and deepen our connection so we're not when we get the products though they they have zero mycelium correct yeah so yep. um is there a benefit to having mycelium or not so the ones that why we decided not to do them is because it is creating a more medicinally potent um offering so versus if you have mycelium in your in your product you can, there's no way to actually harvest mycelium naturally um from so anything that has mycelium in it is has been grown in the lab and mm. then you're dealing with different substrates that are involved um which like wheat is a commonly used one so there's a lot of people that have wheat allergies or sensitivities so there's just more complications running into you if you're going that way but the mycelium products they're more so like for maintenance so you're still going to get gut benefits um but they're not going to have that um, anti-cancerous properties and like the really medicinal aspects that um, these medicinal mushrooms have been studied and, and proven to be able to offer. So is it like the mushroom is basically the 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 brain of the whole thing and then the mycelium is basically the communication strands? I guess I would say it's more so like the opposite. I would say the mycelium is like the brain. Mm -hmm. um, it's like the nervous system. It's like the communicating um, aspect and then the 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 fruiting body is <laughs> I guess it is still it's it's concentrated medicine within that mm -hmm. like it's kind it, of the offspring yes yeah so you're still gonna get that benefit through it but the main like um, organism is the mycelial web right but I would think that all the intelligence intelligence of the mycelium would be in the mushroom Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, totally. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Even though the mycelium's more so like underground throughout the tree. Yeah. So where where are the spores in all this? So the spores are are under are on the mushroom essentially, but usually in the gills or underneath where um, the underneath part of the mushroom. Right. And so you harvest the spores also. Yes. Okay. So the spores come in my tea. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so, um depending on the the extraction so if you're going to be doing like there's different extractions that you can really get the benefits of the spores which is something that i haven't done much of um we're so focused on like the the fruiting body um yeah well in the future i'm going to look forward to a podcast about spores <laughs> <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> we could definitely do that. <laughs> so tell me about, uh, I think you alluded to that mushrooms are kind of just a small or a, or a part of what you're doing. Um, what else is there for uh, intelligent medicines or intelligent foods? So a couple of the other favorite ones that I'm working with are, I would say in in general, adaptogens are what we're focusing on. So adaptogens are the classification of um, different herbal herbal um, medicines. And so, and in that tonic herbs, so tonic herbs being herbs that you can use for extended period of, periods of time and there's no ill side effects. Um, you can use large doses of them. There's something that need, they are, they need to do, in order to be classified as, an, as a tonic herb, tonic adaptogen herb it's something that you need to be able to um, enjoy and yeah be able to use on a consistent basis versus something like echinacea for example you would want to be very exact about its use and not you're you're not going to be using it for extended periods of time and a lot of that falls under um, it being a immune modulator so like unidirectional or just one way so like these tonic herbs they help the immune system they modulate the immune system essentially so it can if you have an underactive immune system it can boost it if you have an overactive immune system it can um 
lower it down and make it find that balanced state. Whereas something like echinacea, it's only a one way. So it can only, let's say, boost the immune system. Mm. Um, so yeah, so with these, um, a lot of the foods that we're working with are like Shazandra berry, which is the five flavor berry. So it literally touches every point um, of our taste buds. So whether it be like salty, sour, um, umami, um, sweet, and bitter, it has all those aspects to it. Um, it's also amazing for blood building. Um, it's detoxifying. It helps with our libido, so um, female and, and male reproductive tendencies. Um, it's also adaptogenic, of course, so it's gonna help the body literally adapt to stress. So that's another one of my favorite ones that we offer. That one's in our, our product called Lunaverse, which has um, 11, 11 other superfoods in it. Um, a couple other superfoods that are in there are maca, the ashwagandha, foti, um, there's goji berry, lotus pollen, uh, beetroot, um, cacao. We definitely, like I mentioned earlier, we work with a lot of raw chocolate. <laughs> a little chocolate daily um, definitely is can be really powerful medicine if it's, if it's the raw stuff. Um, yeah, those, those are some common ones that we're also working with, um, lots of different seaweeds. So we have a, a product called zoomers broth that has four mushrooms, seven seaweeds, and then like your typical like veggie broth. So it's a powder, but it's extremely nutrient dense and it really helps the body, um, get all the essential vitamins and minerals that you need. So it's really great for building, uh, a strong gut, um, strong bones, like really remineralizing the body. Cause what I find too, is even in my journey with like, I used to have to eat so much food to actually then feel, um, satisfied to actually feel, um, full. And there's many different sides of that. So of course there's the, the emotional side of things, you know, finding emotional balance plays a big piece in that, um, and not eating, eating for emotion through emotions but um on the nutritional side really seeing that a lot of our foods most foods even the organic ones at the grocery store unfortunately but are deficient in nutrients and so they're out they're offering us calories but they're not offering us nutrients and so that's a big difference um so it's basically like eating a lot of empty calories so when the body actually gets the nutrients that it needs it can perform and function as, as we need it to. Um, yeah. And so that's what I noticed in my journey is like, I, I eat a significantly um, less amount of food than I used to because I've incorporated in just such high quality nutrient dense foods. And I see it time and time again with my clients, same sort of thing. Um, so it really is one of the best investments people can make in themselves is it's feeding us on such a deep cellular level and it's really getting, getting our body essentially what it needs. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with all this. It's kind of reminds me of uh, using reverse osmosis water versus spring water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Reverse osmosis has absolutely nothing. And, and as far as I could tell, it probably strips actually minerals from our body as it goes absolutely. through. And then where the other, where spring water actually feeds our body. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's, you know, with even the coaching, so the coaching that I'm doing, um, starting out with the nutrition plans is it's really getting people to explore wild, um, wild, local, um, nutrient dense foods, foods that still have their genetic integrity, but definitely consider like water sources. Um, all of that plays into into our cellular makeup that, you know, the cells and create the, the tissues and the organs and the systems and, and um, then it allows us to house, you know, certain levels of consciousness too. So um, yeah, <laughs> definitely really, really important that people, um, I think ex just explore and explore the options that are out there rather than the, the sad diet, you know, the standard American um, diet, which, even with it too, what I've found is transitioning from even using the word diet and more so really looking at lifestyle. So, um, you know, to live it rather than to die diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Choosing words. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Power of language. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing your products in Lathbridge. Um, yeah, so if I can help with that in any way, let me know. Yeah, I would absolutely love to, to um, well, the plan is to get them up there, but I would love to have you try them out. And yeah, if you have any suggestions as to places that you feel like would be a good fit, um, or if people, if you know anybody that's, you know, searching for, for things like this, there's, um, yeah, I would, or, I would or, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know if I have any other questions about mushrooms or your offerings at all. It's all pretty cool. I like the naming convention that you used. Um, however, I think uh, maybe one thing that piqued my mind was the chocolate. And I think mm-hmm. there's something about um, that natural raw cacao uh, having DMT. So having enough of that raw cacao can actually increase our dreams and our creative process, right? So it actually works as a MAO inhibitor. So it, from my understanding, it doesn't contain DMT, but mm. because it has the MAO inhibitor, if it's paired with DMT, that's um, essentially DMT needs an MAO inhibitor in, in order for you to um, have that journey, to have that experience, to be able to, um, yeah, that. But <laughs> so there's that, but it contains something called anandamide, which translates to the bliss molecule or the, the love molecule. So it quite literally um, helps our body tap into states of, of love and, uh. and bliss, which then, um, you know, we're in a more harmonious, happy um, place. And then it, it is balancing for the hormones. So if our hormones are balanced, our endocrine systems balanced then we're going to have better sleep. And then if we're sleeping better, then our brain naturally releases DMT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's even, you know, in, in my journey, it's I've really shifted um, and been able to, to really experience a different type of life and a different view on reality from getting healthy and and like now that's really falls in in my mission because like you know if if everybody on this planet were to let's say heal their their bodies or just nourish their bodies um, with nutrient-dense foods and a, and a nourishing balanced lifestyle it's like we can tap into our greater potential and and it's it's proven that when the body isn't stressed, we become more creative, we become more loving, we, you know, we we in general are more connected to each other. And so since I've experienced that from going, let's say, from being someone that was um, you know, numb, numb from life and in pain and and not even really realizing how bad it was, um, let's say, but of course in hindsight, things are 2020. And, and then now, you know, I've seen that in my clients, you know, getting, um, having people's testimonials and, and feedback in it being, becoming almost like a, like a spiritual experience. You know, they, they, this one gal um, that I worked with a couple of months ago, you know, she came to me for wanting to just get, have better skin, which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, of course we, we want radiant beautiful glowing skin and and whatnot but i always like to challenge people to dig deeper as to like okay well beyond that what's actually going on you know um so anyway so that's what she came to me for and after working together she had completely revolutionized her life and she was like you know she's like i had no idea to some degree what um that this would have this great of impact on me because it really it awoke her to being more self-realized more more aware and more in control of herself and her life and and that's really where i want to take people is into that that realize that self-actualized um more masterful um state state of being Hmm. You said more <laughs> more in control of her life. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? More in control of your life? What do you mean by that? Right? <laughs> and you don't know till you know. <laughs> more, more in control of your health. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like we we can't control the things that happen to us by any means. And that can create a lot of stress and anxiety in if we're, you know, trying to control our external um but we can definitely do things to position ourselves and respond 
um, appropriately, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well said, yes. Um, yeah. So, so tell me about how, from your experience, how your emotional body has responded to mushrooms. I find that, so emotionally, and I'll, I'll say like the mush, do you want just, I'm going to group mushrooms into like, let's say like superfoods or just really like nutrient dense, genetically intact foods. If that's, is that okay? Or do you want, cause it's hard for me to really decipher. Um, I like, I'm, I'm aware of what mushrooms brought to me, but it's more so I'd say like the superfoods in general, like the synergy okay. between all of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I found that. They've genuinely given me a sense of connection. Um, you know, more I'm more connected to my food source. I'm more connected to what I'm putting in my body, and then how that's um, how I literally feel different. So, you know, I I'm more clear. I'm more, and then in that, when you're more clear, I find that I've been able to be more confident and be able to um, be more of myself because I'm not dealing with. Um, let's say like low energy and or poor sleep, that sort of thing. So really how it, you know, ripple, ripple affecting from balancing out my very literal physical structure, but then through that um, rippling into the emotion, emotional. So I, I feel a lot more emotionally aware um, and, and, and balanced essentially. Yeah. So I guess, thank you again for being here. Likewise, it was an absolute pleasure. I really looked forward to it and I really enjoyed our nourishing conversation and I appreciate your your interest um, in, in what I've got going on. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so how can people get a hold of you? What's your website and all that stuff? Uh, so people can find me at motherearth.ca. So it's M-U-T-H-A, so like mother mother earth um, dot ca and then uh, on instagram it's at mother earth same spelling and then underscore so and then on facebook same sort of thing if you google mother earth um that'll show up too so okay and yeah. i'll uh, put your stuff on the bottom of the notes for the podcast yeah. and yeah thank you so much yeah you're welcome this podcast is expansion cast Thank you for listening.